I am Kevin. I am Giovanna. I am adventurous. I am dreamer. I am creative. I am wine. I am dance. I am entrepreneur. I am musician. I am privileged. I am activist. I I am am podcast. Learning. Growing. Inspiring. Did you find that difficult, though? I mean, knowing that you could play... I mean, you could take melody lines and you could take the harm, like to actually just stick to the um. Was there a struggle ever with that? Or did were you just, okay, I, I know that that's what I'm here. But, you know, and at what point did you get that moment in the spotlight where you, you were sort of allowed or somebody for the first time? I'm sure people saw that, that, you know, he's not right. just a um player he can actually do um pa pa and way more all that <laughs> and have you seen him dance <laughs> yes as a dancer oh my gosh like, this you are incredible to watch yeah so at what point i mean was it blowing. I, I i yeah i can't imagine well you know the spirit of being a servant of music and of musicians, I think it's part of the reason why there is no struggle. You are there to help them bring about the dream that they have for their song or their project. When they hire you, you are coming to help and as a servant, not to show off how good you are and how smart they would be if they would let you play whatever you want to play. Mm. I've seen many situations where the musicians either get fired or they just get they just erase their track because we're not being willing to do what the people are asking. And so for me, quickly I learned, when you play a very, very simple um, and you put your whole being into the um, two, three, four, um, two, three, four, it sounds completely different than if you're just feeling like uh, it is a struggle to play simple. Mm-hmm. But if you put your whole being into playing simple, then whether the music is simple or complex, you are totally engaged. As a believer, there is this notion that the Lord could return at any point, and you don't want him finding you making music that you think is not important, that you says, well, right now I'm just playing ooms. I'll wait until later to play something that really I can put my being into it. Mm. Because if the Lord returns at that moment, he's going to ask you, what are you doing with the gift that I gave you? You know. I remember we were listening. Oh, no, I think it was Alex and Alex's interview. He said, you know, Abe is one of those people that with one note, he can take you completely over. And and what you just said is a testament to that, to the fact that you say, I know I'm there and I'm playing the simplest part. But if I put my entire being into that one simple part, then, yeah. then I've done my job. Like, because oh, it's coming from a pure place. Yeah. yeah. But oh, there's I'm so much to... knowledge. There's so much knowledge and awareness in that because you walk into the situation, you listen, yeah. you understand yeah. what everybody's role is, you find your space and your place that you're supposed to play at that exact moment, and then you throw everything into that One place. Moment. You know? It's amazing. Instead yeah. of being so worried about where other places you can step. I mean, that's so much wisdom in that. This is my role, my function, and I'm putting everything into this note. Ah. It's really important. It is really important because, you see, our identity is not on our playing. Our identity is on a job well done. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then if the word gets out that uh, if you hire such and such, well, man, he, he knows he's very busy. He plays a lot of notes, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
and that's a different identity. But but they says, man, I can't believe that uh, that he's played so simple and and, it, and the baseline is really working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to drop a name on you guys. The name is Paul Simon. Love Paul Simon. <laughs> this, this recording session, and <sighs> I go to his house, and uh, he had been working for three years. And they had like 150 takes accumulated of this particular song that he did not know quite how to resolve it. So he sent me the song ahead of time. I flew to New York. I got to New York and I said, well, you know, I listened to your song and this is what I came up with. And he looks at me with a lot of anger and resentment. (laughs) He says, you're done. And I said, what do you mean? He says, well, I like, I like what you did. And, and that doesn't make sense. I was here prepared to, for, to, to spend a week of trying all kinds of things. But, but I like what I'm hearing, and that means that you're done. So he says, wait, 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 wait. Let me hear it again. So, and there's an anger inside of him. Tells the engineer, okay, stop everything. Let me hear it again. He puts it on, and he looks at me, and he says, I like it. And, and so it is sub- subjective, but a lot of it has to do that uh, – you want the identity to belong to the people that are hiring you. Mm. Then a year later, we did another thing where he came to L.A. And, and he says, Abraham, I'm sorry, man, but your playing is so beautiful that people are going to ask themselves, why is Paul Simon singing something this beautiful? I want to be able to belong on my own record. <laughs> 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 he just changed the baseline. You know? It was very telling that he just felt that... Uh, that he does not belong in something that is, to his own mind, spectacular. So he, he really wanted me to simplify the bass line. And then he felt, you know, I don't want people to ask, why is Paul singing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Be quiet, Paul. I need, I'm trying to listen. The bass, the bass baby. Try to, I believe it. What, being a, I mean, you said you were a composition student. You made, yeah. You've made your life as a, as a bass player, at least that, that we're talking about and that we see mm-hmm. and that, you know, when you we Wikipedia you, you know, your title is a bass player. But I've had the privilege of listening to some of your compositions. What, as a, as a composing student, what was your focus in composition? Did you film songs? I mean, what? Well, for, you know, as you can imagine, for our, the requirement for graduation, we had to write two hours of music in all styles. And since nothing has been officially recorded, but when we were living in Cleveland, since I had all that time to take care of Abe Jr., I was commissioned to write a piece for the Oberlin Orchestra. And one of these days we'll play Giovanna. It's, I wrote it for a double string quartet. I would love it. And a choir and jazz band. And uh, when it was performed, it was beautiful, you know. So that kind of stuff I like to compose. Then I started to write lots of songs for my different bands, you know. When I was with Lyric and Howard and Dave Grusin, I wrote, you know, a couple of songs that they recorded. I like songwriting a lot, but I hope someday to be able to retire and start to have an orchestra to write for. (gasps) Beautiful. Amazing. L.A. Chamber, are you listening? Los Angeles Chamber Orchestra, calling Los Angeles Chamber Orchestra. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna have that conversation very soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I I remember hearing you uh, play a couple of your compositions, but sing as well. And he sings too. He sings too. This oh guy is goodness. incredibly talented. What don't I you mean, do? <laughs> it's just 
just amazing. <laughs> and so, so you, so you, you've composed. Well, you just basically said you you want to you want to compose more for orchestral works. Other than this, the one double quartet and the choral piece, that piece. Do you have other works that people can pull up and play other than songs? Well, yeah, my my career in that area has been froth with trouble. I was commissioned to write something for the Atlanta Symphony, and I was really, really excited because it was going to be the Atlanta Symphony and a jazz orchestra. But then the budgetary problems, and at the time that they were going to start preparing the performances with Atlanta Symphony, uh, they severely limited the amount of time for, you know, we were going to premiere three different pieces by three different composers. And I was in Singapore on the road at the time, and uh, I received this phone call that they had cut my, my piece down because it was going to take too long to rehearse it. Mm. Have you met a, a copy's name, Bill Bailey? Not, I'm not sure that I have. Bill Bailey. He is a Stanley Clark's copyist. Ah. And he was my patient, and so I asked him to copy the music for me. And it was beautiful, you know. It was an eight-minute piece. And I'm hoping that eventually, when when I can either find sponsors or whatever, mm -hmm. revive all these large form pieces that I have and, and use them again, you know. Yeah. I, yeah, oh my gosh, that. I would love to hear that. The, we, yeah, we, <laughs> I know. I get, <laughs> do you have a manager? We're going to go ahead and manage that for you. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make some phone calls. <laughs> Let me hook you up. Enterprises. We do a little bit of everything. <laughs> no. You also have two very, very accomplished sons who ended yeah. up following in the music industry. And yeah. I, I would love for you to tell us a little bit about that and how was that something that you really influenced or was that something that just came out naturally from them? Okay, here comes my tears again. Oh, I my love beautiful, My beautiful wife says, you know, the fact that both boys chose music as a career is proof that you never use music to hurt them. Mm. Ooh. And that blew me, my, blew me away because most children want to do something different from the parents mm -hmm. because they think that the careers of the parents is the reason why they are not available, you know. Mm -hmm. And so when my wife said that, it just completely uh, floored me. And yeah, what happened is uh, even yesterday, uh, Mateo and I were talking about how part of the reason why he's so good at, you know, he has a degree from Berkeley on music production and engineering. And he says, man, you know, every time I start sequencing anything or using the computer, I can't help but to think with gratitude that you and, and mommy never said to me, don't touch, that's just for the adults, you know. Mm -hmm. He always had access and, and he was encouraged to just enjoy discovering things. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and with Abe Jr., there was a, a very important moment when he was six years old. We were living in Santa Monica, and he had already been studying with Alex for about a year. So it was time for him to go inside the house and practice his drum lesson. And uh, and he says, you know, I, I want to stay outside with my friends. And I remember my wife said to him, you know, you have to make up your mind. Either you're going to study drums or we're going to tell Alex that you are no longer going to study with him. And very sad, he comes in the house, and the rest is history. <laughs> 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 so, 
So there was a true love for it because a lot of kids would have been like, well, you know, I, I'm I mean, go hang lot, with my friends. Yeah. yeah. But a lot yeah. of it is also that willingness, them wanting to please. At such a tender age, you know, when, when Alex says to me, you know, why don't you send him to me? I have a method to teach children. I started to laugh. I said, Alex, come on. You don't have to say that. You know, don't be ridiculous. And Alex says, no, I do have a method to teach children. <laughs> <laughs> so we send Abe Jr., Alex, and, and Abe Jr. comes back ecstatic, you know. And I said, what happened? He says, oh, it's great. We just had a lot of fun. I think I want to be a drummer, you know. Uh, well, that explains. So I said to Alex, you know, what is that secret that you're talking about? He says, it's a pleasure to teach your son because I give him a, a pattern. And I says, just don't change. And then I can practice while he's doing that pattern. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my god! But at the same time, I'm sure that worked. I mean, he gets to play with Alex Lacoon. Like, oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Were your kids oh, aware? Man. Yeah. Were your kids aware of your status, your stardom, your superstardom, or the people around you, as well as Alex's when they were? Or were they? Was it just kind of like Theo Alex? Like, you know, at that time it was normal. Show business had not entered their minds at all. You know, mm-hmm. to, to them. To play and to play in front of people was not something that had to do with identity. Although, you know, he was, you know, at, at the age of six. I think that once he, I don't know how to put it, when when he was more like 10, 11 years old, we were rehearsing at church with our group Koinonia. Both Alex and Bill Maxwell snuck Abe Jr. on the drum set while we were doing the sound check. And when I turned around, I realized that they had switched drummers and I could not tell. Oh my gosh. Junior had become that strong of a musician. And I think at that point he realized that he was dealing with something that was bigger than himself. Mm. And you know, yesterday I sent Abe Jr. a text saying, you know, I'm listening to this music that we are working on right now. And I said, it blows me away because I have no idea. When did you learn to play like that and he he sent me a very tender answer he says yes he says spending time with you and your friends <laughs> oh my god it's so true and i was going to ask if you when you look at your sons do you see a lot of yourself in them i do only because of the deep love for music mm-hmm. and musician but uh I, the generation gap is real <laughs> yes absolutely yeah. <laughs> They perceive and understand things about music and about sound that goes completely over my head, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But what a great thing to have such wonderful friends that were willing to teach your son, you know, and that he absorbed all that. I mean, it makes complete sense to me how amazing he is now if Alex was his teacher, because much like you and I've had the very gracious pleasure and it's humbling just through my wife meeting Alex and getting to work with him. He plays the way you play. Yeah. Yes, he does. Every time he comes out of that booth, I'm like, man, you're sweating like you just ran two miles. We literally just <laughs> recorded for three minutes. Like, what, what is going on in there? And just looking through, the, he plays with his body, his spirit. It doesn't matter yeah. what it is. And if he taught that to your son, obviously he did, not if. It's obvious. And and I, I just, wow. 
it all makes sense. Well, and look where <laughs> and look where it's coming from. Yeah, I'm sure. Right. That's like, like double I mean, power. You got your dad, and you got you, yeah, like neither That's one like, of them can <laughs> contain there. I mean, this dude's got rocket power, like to go. Yeah, know? and that's one. That, I mean, you can see that the music is in your blood. I mean, your your body just reacts at the minute that you play a note. You know, and when the rhythm comes in, oh my gosh, it's oh man. We watched a short you, video where Abe Junior was on the drums, and you were. Um, the ba- do you play a lot together? Not anymore, but uh, we are hoping to. Uh, thank, thank God, because of this quarantine, we have been able to write songs together, the three of us, and we are hoping to that uh, soon we'll be able to complete complete a project that we can share with everybody. That was going to be uh, my question: if you've ever done any kind of project with your kids? Yeah, for the last eighteen years, Abe Junior has not been available, mm. and, I, and it's hard to believe that it's been eighteen years since nine eleven. You know? Mm. Wow. Yeah. 18 years. That is amazing. Wow. That is yeah, a long it's time. Yeah, to think. But we've been waiting for him to have time, and now that he has time, we, we've been writing music together. That's amazing. Yeah, a lot of beautiful things are happening That's in amazing. this pandemic. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Creatively. Yeah. yeah, and I have to say, I mean, even following in, in your footsteps, Mateo, I've had the pleasure of meeting at work, because I don't know if I realized he was your son at first, but... It, mm-hmm. it, you know, he he would walk in with you and help you carry everything in and mm-hmm. just like be there soaking in, you know, all of that orchestral stuff that was happening. And, yeah. you know, then to come to find out he's an accomplished producer and writer. And, and does he <laughs> does he also play? Yeah. Guitar? He, he plays guitar primarily, but he also is an amazing bass player. And when he programs the quality of his ideas is just all for the sake of the music. Mateo is one of those exceptional, quiet, easy to ignore people. But I remember when he was in junior high, he was in a boarding school and I called him and I says, check this out. I just found my favorite guitar chord in the whole world. It uses all six strings. And he was a minor, major, as it was a B flat, minor, major, ninth with 11th. So you had to use all six strings of the guitar and he's listening to me being very excited and after about three or four minutes he says is it this one and he pushes his computer and there is a song by Thelonious Monk that's using that exact same voicing and it was a B minor 7 flat 5 natural 9 11 you know and I says how do you know he says well when you played it I knew that I had heard it before (laughs) wow 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 out Well, I can't wait to hear what comes out of this pandemic project, out of the Laboriel boys. <laughs> Los Laboriel. You going to like it. You know, oh, we created sure. one of the songs in March, just before the pandemic. We had uh, this panic performance at uh, the Baked Potato. And the reason why I say panic is because the original members of the band are Walter Rodriguez and Mark Gasbaro. And they were not available, so as a favor, Patrice Rosen came and helped us, and Abe Jr. And Abe Jr. says, well, why don't we do one of our songs? So since Mateo was part of the band, and then this great guitarist, Bud Nuanes, that used to be the founder of the group Sea Wind, you know. And without exaggeration, the audience gave us double standing ovation. It was incredible. It was so well received. Beautiful. I I believe it. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. That we shared from our new composition so i promise i will share it with pride with you guys uh, please, yes, please please please, please. <laughs> don't, 
I just, yeah, I can't, I can't we wait to more hear. Abe for yes. our soul. Yes. Oh my gosh, everybody needs a little bit of Abe, a little bit of Abe every day. Wow. Well, we, I think we could keep going forever with you here because it's just so. Beautiful. Yeah. Refreshing. (laughs) I mean, there's so many words that, you know, warming just to hear your story and to hear where everything comes from and where everything is and how it's grown and and your faith. And we just, you know, we want to thank you for the time that your your time is so precious and and it's it's so special for us. Your master interviewers, I really have to commend you. (laughs) A little bit anxious because the instructions as to people really care about the quality of the sound, make sure that you have everything turned on and plugged in. And I said, I don't think I'm going to be able to do all of that. (laughs) And you just made me feel totally at ease from the moment it started. So, Erica and Giovanna, Bravo, bravo, bravo. Oh, thank you. Well, I'll look. I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, thank you for that because we're we're not, you know, this is we're this is not what we do. This is not what we do, (laughs) but we love it so much because we can sit down and and talk to everybody in this very comfortable setting and get to know you. You know, not not just see you on stage, but get to hear your spirit, your your voice, and and I think it's so important because it speaks to all. Whether you're an audience member or a musician, getting to see sort of the true spirit of of these people that we look up to, it gives you so much hope. Thank you for allowing me this time. And my prayers and my heart is with you guys. This is fantastic that uh, you've chosen to use the quarantine to launch something of this caliber that all of us need to be touched with, you know. Yeah, we all need to hear some good news. We all need to hear those good stories. And be inspired. Oh yes. my gosh, we need inspiration and hope right. and, and you are all of that. And Amplify but, but, these voices that need yeah. to be heard. And, yeah. really, and really know what great is because I think as children, and, and I know this for sure, talking to different people, there's different perception that people have of what it means to be great and what you have to do to be great. And sometimes they think that means hurting other people. Sometimes they think that means pushing other people aside. But these stories that we're getting are, are not that. So I hope that same message to people is that, no, you can be loving. You can be sensitive. You can be inclusive. You can yeah. you know be, be all these wonderful things. And that's what in turn makes you great. That's what makes the music great. And I, I love that we're getting this from you. <laughs> yes. I'm so I'm so honored and, and humble. Thank you. I'm so honored yeah. and humble. Thank you. Before we that. let you go though, we like to play some games. Yep. So Real quick. we're gonna play one game. I'll let Erica explain it. Okay. So we're gonna play a little snippet of a song you get to pick the genre and we'll see we'll test your musical knowledge and see if you can guess it mm. our categories are jazz rock and roll and country so Ooh. pick one okay do i have to pick or you're yes. gonna start playing oh, no. Um, no, <laughs> yes. pick, give them all pick to me one of the, pick, uh, pick, you pick one, one of, of the categories, categories. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow jazz rock and roll or country I am I am so saturated with music that I know that uh, either either one of the three genres there's going to be something that I'm not going to know. <laughs> so let's do jazz. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> that, that was so short. short. That was short. Okay, wait, one more time. One more time. Sorry, I made it too short. I'm taking. Unless you know the answer. Okay, here we go. That was easy. Oh, wow. The evening breeze caresses through his yeah. tenderly. Yay! 
<laughs> Who's the artist? Who's the artist? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm not sure if it was Miles. I mean, uh, Lou Armstrong. Yes. This man knows yeah. his trumpet playing. <laughs> it's yeah. Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong. Okay. Um, let's do another one. Yeah, let's do another one. We'll pick for you. Let's see. Please. <laughs> okay, let's see this one. Um, this is rock and roll. Okay. <laughs> my brother's band. Yeah. My brother's band is not all the publishing songs that taught me how to play guitar. Rock con melodía de amor. Instant. Exactly. Awesome. Okay, I do want to do one more. I think that the game is rigged. <laughs> there were just so many good ones. Okay, here's another. I haven't heard that since 71. <laughs> so you know. And I don't know what it's called, but uh, that's me with Gary Burton. Yes. Mm. A mallet man. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> I know we were like fighting the openings. I was like, we have to play one where he's playing. <laughs> but that's great. Some people don't remember certain yeah, songs. Yeah, don't mean, recognize their work. <laughs> still in you. It's amazing. So oh, well, this has been such a great time. The last thing that we like to do is ask our guests to finish this sentence. I am blank. I am in love. Beautiful. You are love. <laughs> I think I said that about Alex and 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 um and uh, Luis, all these guys. I love it. Okay, I am blank. Let's give another one. I am safe. Beautiful. I love it. I really like that one. Yeah. Can we yeah. There's so much uncertainty. It's important to remember that that we are safe because we are created to to be safe in the love of the Lord. Mm. Amen. You know, there's a beautiful scripture about, you know, I lift up my eyes to the mountains mm -hmm. where my help comes from. You know, the moon will not hurt you by night and the sun won't hurt you. And you will see a thousand fall on one side and 10,000 in the other side, but the harm will never come to you. And that is safety, you know, mm -hmm. that is true yes. safety. Woo. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. Now, we like to turn it around on our guests, so we, we want to speak on you. So, I'll start. <laughs> you are a vessel. Well, thank you. I you are an enormous blessing to everybody who comes in contact with you. Yeah. Mine seems maybe a little simple, but I say you are the example. Mm. When you look at things you want to model... You, I, I would point children, human beings, anyone to this podcast so they can learn <laughs> things that, that should be modeled, you know, for a better world, for a better life, and for one's own security and mind. You know, you, you've said so many things. I mean, you feel volumes in this short time. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. You're an example Where's... of excellence. Yeah. You are excellent. <laughs> oh, and the very, very last thing we like to ask guests as we're as we're ending, we love to play some music to just 
get an essence of who you are and just leave on a great note. Is there a song, and this, this may be really hard, a song that you would choose as we ride out? This is this is our song. We're closing out. That 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 we could we could choose that you could choose that we we'd play for you to end this wow. end this wonderful uh, time with you. You know, a uh, performance that I had forgotten about with Donnie McClurkin. Oh. Mm. And it's called, it has become my favorite. Um, the word Jesus is, you know, how I feel about Jesus is going to make me feel all right. You know, how I feel about Jesus is going to be all right. And I'll find it and I'll send it to you. Okay. okay. It was used by Bill Maxwell and I had not heard it in a long time. And the other day, uh, uh, just it just stopped me right on my tracks. It's really very well performed and recorded, and I immediately found myself in another realm, you know. So I want to share that for sure. We can find, even yeah. if you find it later, we can, uh, you know, edit, yeah, uh, edit an outro you know, if you send it to us. Send it to you, yeah. We are totally in love with you, and we are just so grateful. And yeah, I, I would, I, I would love to also have Abe Junior on this at some point. It'd be great to hear his story, because I know he also plays with a ton of different bands, right? I mean, he's backed up yeah. many, many people he, uh, as well. People people used to say that uh, he was, they says, uh, you used to be his father, but now he is your son. Yeah, one time, Justo went to a barber, and the guy ahead of, of Justo was the singer with Erwin and Fire, and he says, man, I haven't seen you in a long time. What are you doing? He says, oh, I'm getting ready to go on a tour of Europe with Abraham Laboriel. And he says, oh, man, he's my favorite drummer in the world. <laughs> and and says, no, 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 the bass player. Oh, he plays bass too? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm still waiting on this trio. The Alex, the, the bass, bass and cello and percussion. Ooh, can't wait for that one. It's going to change the world. Yes. <laughs> it would change my world for sure. <laughs> well, again, thank you so much for spending this time with us. Abe, we love you. We have been inspired and just honored to be able to get to know you a little bit better and just keep shining that that bright light. Kevin was right. You're just such an example. And thank you for continuing to always be that example. It's a great Lord. You know, um, let this be the beginning of a different season between all of us because we need to stay in touch, you know. Yes, and, uh, I love that. Don't take any, anything for granted. My prayers are with you. And thank you for your being so patient, Giovanna. You just never gave up. Uh, <laughs> I was going to get you. <laughs> and I, I hope to one day see you live in person. <laughs> Those days are coming. Right? I know. I cannot I, wait. I played for the first time last week in a little coffee shop up in Paso Robles, and it was a very small audience, but it was a live audience. And I think, I don't think I realized how much that interaction with a live audience, it just it just soothes your soul like it makes it makes it it sort of puts everything that you're doing in perspective when you realize how you affect people with mm. your gift mm -hmm. and it really we're missing that right now you know not being able to play live for people you know it's it's a, the energy in the room is is just so different than yeah. all this digital living we're having to do right now it's a beautiful exchange you know, music was created by the lord for that purpose mm -hmm. and i'm so glad that you were able to be reminded of that mm -hmm. Because 
by grace you were able to re remember that that's what you're designed to do mm. as opposed to practice your instrument in, in a practice room and keep it to yourself mm. the lord wants you to be selfish <laughs> <laughs> that's right oh that's so good the service the service of sharing your gift yeah it's amazing yeah well real quickly the finger that i lost my index finger on my left hand uh-huh because of fooling around with my mother's washing machine, I lost the tip of that finger. When I started to study formerly music in Mexico, they gave us a choice of instruments because I, I started as a composition major in Mexico. And the problem is that in Mexico, it lasts, takes 11 years to get a degree. Oh, wow. But then you have to declare an instrument that you want. And I said, well, I want the cello. So uh, ah. the teacher says, okay, the first three months is all theory. And he gave us the story of the cello and we had to learn to draw cellos and so on and so forth then after three months he says okay now go to the basement and rent one i'm going to start practical i was very excited i said finally so i show up to my class and when my teacher saw that that i didn't know how the tip of that finger <laughs> <laughs> he tried to pretend that everything was fine but you could tell that his face was just distorted he was in pain you know <laughs> oh. And he says, no, Abraham, you know, you don't misunderstand me. There's nothing wrong with you, but you cannot play cello without <laughs> that finger. Oh, my no. gosh. I, I, I became very facetious. I said, well, you know, my mom has a thimble. If I put it there, that could become a form of a tip, right? He says, no, no, no. Cello oh. will not forgive. <laughs> Oh, oh my god he said my mom has a thimble if i put that on that. you know there's a cellist in town who will not be named that actually wraps his finger with a bandage before he plays that first finger i don't know he has a nerve problem but sometimes i think it's just because he makes it a fatter finger so he can hold those you know first those uh -huh. notes really but wow so did you end up playing learning any cello or did you just return it to the no, basement in that moment he felt terrible. He says, I'm sorry that I made you waste three months of cello oh, for wow. me. No. Oh, no. Find something else, you know. I stuck with the guitar, but it was so funny. He really was trying very hard to not make me think that I had a handicap. And the more he tried, the worse. The, the <laughs> more <anxiety. laughs> it was funny. And I didn't I didn't actually realize that. I didn't know that story until we just, you know, we're doing a little bit of research. So it's a, it's amazing. It's another testament to, you know, just saying don't don't let certain things that society is going to tell you stop you, you know. Just Yeah, but now you know Giovanna, you know officially that I envy you. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, the only reason I'm a cellist is because my dad wanted to be a cellist. So it's I. it was when I was born, he said, did you see your hands? She's going to be a cellist. No había de otra. I couldn't go any other way. But that's because he wanted to be a cellist. So you guys are very similar in that way. You were conscripted. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm dying to learn the bass, but I remember the one lesson I did take with you. And at the very end of the lesson, you were very, <laughs> very kind, very gently said to me, I think you just need to stick with your cello and do what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> gently honest. <laughs> but I did buy myself a little bass uke, which is really, really easy because it's so tiny. <laughs> so Good I'm. Decision. Yeah. And let that also not be our only lesson. I know that uh, we are going to find other ways to continue to in encourage each other 
and provoke each other to to greater works. You'll see. I uh, that would my those are my dreams. My dreams come true for sure. Oh, I love you so much. I can't wait. I can't wait. And please give my love to Mateo. I've never had the pleasure of meeting your wife, but I look forward to that someday. Yes, we are destined. You see, I mean, how many people in our lifetime are real brothers and sisters? You know, so yeah, it is to be. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and I haven't met Abe Jr. either, but. Our love to your entire family. So glad Thank to hear you. that that in this time you have been able to just, in a sense, reconnect with everybody, and that's I think such a beautiful thing. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. yeah, they draw from your spirit and your they your joy is is infectious. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel inspired yes. for the yes. rest of the week. I'm just, I know. <laughs> I'm just checking to see. Tell me if this is it. You found it. What is it? Just a little talk with Jesus. Yeah. Makes it all yes. right. <laughs> yes, we'll get that. Is that, the re- is that the recording? I was so proud of that one. We recorded that in a little studio in Burbank. Forget it. I'm, when you listen to it with more care, you're going to understand why I'm so proud of it. <laughs> I love I it. Wait. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Do you want to do a little introduction to it? Or I, that, that might be enough. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about the song? You said it was recorded in Burbank. Okay. The song that you are about to hear is probably one of my very favorite songs I've ever recorded. It's with Donnie McClurkin singing, produced by Bill Maxwell. And we recorded it in a small studio in Burbank uh, on Riverside. It's a song that I had not heard in a long time and that has now become my favorite song because it it just makes me focus on how much the Lord loves all of us and uh, and the simplicity of just spending time with listening to music that really moves you and that is uplifting. Thank you. I'm going to have to preach on this song. Here we go. I once was lost in sin, Jesus took me in, I've been alive from heaven, filled my soul, he built my heart with love, wrote my name above, just to talk with Jesus and man, say it again, I once was lost in sin, Jesus took me in, I've been alive from heaven, filled my soul, oh,
starting your own podcast, visit us at iammusicgroup.com.